Family from the Heart podcast episode number 390. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. You know, I don't even remember the ordinary. No? Do you? I'm rather ordinary, so yeah. Oh, well, then maybe we should I change the our intro. Every day. I don't so, know. So you think you live an ordinary life? I didn't say that. Well, that's I what said, I. I am ordinary. Okay. Anyway, welcome back, everyone. And uh, here we are to give you a behind the scenes look into our lives. There as, you go. As crazy as it may seem that you are continually interested in hearing about what goes on uh, between these recorded sessions, uh, I have probably what will be too long of a discussion about our cell phone carrier situation, so I don't want to start with that. Um, I also have uh, a discussion uh, or a topic uh, where I just want to talk about an incredible experience I've had since last week, which was a 42-mile bike ride. And th- those two topics alone, I know that I could talk about for an entire episode length. So the thing is, though, is between the two of us, like like shared topic, uh, we have this thing. Well, actually, I guess AT&T is a shared topic. But uh, we have one movie review, Gifted. And beyond that, we have nothing on our list. Okay. So let's start with the movie review. Tell us about the movie Gifted, and uh, I'll let you kick things off. Okay. So um, the movie Gifted is about um, a little girl who's seven years old and is a math genius. Um, you get that by the you get that from the trailer. Yep. And um. I don't even, I think I started seeing trailers for this movie, like way back when we were seeing trailers for Collateral Beauty. Yep. And this was one where I'm like, I really want to see that movie. And it had a little bit to do with the fact that Chris Evans was in it, and a lot to do with the fact that it just looked like a story that- What else is Chris Evans in? The Avengers. He's Captain America. Oh, you told me that. Okay. I know. I, I don't did, know how you can't remember that. I, I did not recognize him as Captain, Amer- Captain America in this movie. That's because he's an incredible actor and yes. he's bigger than that one part. That's awesome. Like, you can't just... Ca- I see Tobey Maguire and I still think Spider-Man. Right. You know, but um, I've seen Chris Evans in many things outside of the Avengers franchise and he's just a great actor. Okay, continue on. So, um, so the story looked intriguing. It has um, obviously Chris Evans. Um, Octavia Spencer is in it. I did not know Octavia Spencer was in this movie. That was a how con- did you not know that? Because she's in the trailer. I like, do not remember seeing didn't... her in the trailer. Okay, and all I know is that when I actually when she, I'm like, is she in every single movie that comes out now? I think so because she's just that good. She, I mean, well, when you think about like movie release after, it's like Hidden Figures is in, in the movies. The Shack is in the movies, and now Gift is in the And if I'm not mistaken, they may still be showing Hidden Figures. I don't even um, know. I think it's in the cheap movies here okay. in our area. So um, It's like, that woman's busy. She is busy. She's she, good, though. I like yeah. her. And um, I... Who else did you say? Chris Evans, Octavia Spencer, and who else? I don't know that I said anything. I said this oh, okay. it was not just the storyline. It was, um, but uh, was the s- little girl, her name is McKenna Grace, and she actually plays the daughter on Designated Survivor. She plays um, Kiefer Sutherland's daughter. Really? Yes. But I we've have- only seen her a few times on there. I don't even remember Kiefer Sutherland having a daughter. All I remember is the teenage son that has... You don't you pay know. attention. I do pay attention. You don't. You because you'd remember. She drew a picture of them, and he let her down, and they had. To, you don't yeah. remember any nope. of this. It was all like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. If you put your phone down and stopped playing balls while you're watching TV, you would remember what's actually going on on said TV shows. <laughs> I don't maybe. know. It, it's just a thought. It, okay. It's just a crazy thought I had. All right. Anyway, so, um, 
So I knew the first time I saw this trailer that I wanted to see this movie. And when um, the rest of the family started seeing the trailer, all five of us agreed we wanted to see this movie. Right. And we saw it. It was great. And there are some other things. It's a very enjoyable story. There are some other things I think we can tell you about this movie if you haven't seen the trailer. And and it's it's the kind of stuff. It's not spoiler uh, because this stuff, uh, there's some additional things that were in the trailer that I think that might make this even sound more appealing. So it's not just a, about a young girl who's a genius. I mean, literally, she has she's one of those people where like there's maybe only a hundred people that have existed in the world that are as smart as this person as this little girl is in math, right? And so she is a genius in mathematics. The interesting thing and what you learned from the trailer is that she is being raised by her uncle. Yes. All right. And the the what and also in the trailer, you understand that the uncle's belief is that um, the she girl's needs- mom, his sister, who is no longer in the picture for whatever reason, um, his sister would have wanted his, her daughter to have a normal childhood to actually have a childhood. Right. Okay. And the mom, the, their mom or the, the grandmother. girl, the grandmother yeah. of the little girl has said, there's no way this girl's a genius. She needs to be, you know, she needs to go to this special school and she needs to be groomed for this because she's destined for greatness and her legacy will be forever. Her, her name, name will-, will live forever because yeah. of the things that she will do. And, and yeah. so it's a battle between, what is the right direction for this little girl's life? It, 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 is it a complete waste of her genius for her to waste her her life away as a child doing childly things, mm-hmm. or should she be challenged and 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 prodded to grow in the 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 interest and um, intelligence that she has? And so. Anyway, that's the story. I thought it was an incredible story. Um, obviously, the acting was superb. Yes. I mean, for real. This little girl can stand up against these adult actors. Like, yeah. There were scenes where I'm like, she's better than he is. Like, she was so good. There's this one scene, um, and it's the two. There are a lot of scenes that are just the two of them, but this one in particular, it's just the two of them, and and I know that. It's scripted, okay? But there are some of those movies that transport you out of that. And um, and just the way that it was, the way that it's shot, they're just kind of showing silhouettes. And so, I mean, you're not really getting facial expression. It's just the conversation of the two. And I, I was like, in, it was incredible. It was, I really enjoyed it. It was, and we took all five of our, uh, all five of us went. I was going to say, are you going to add two more children? No, we have? all five of us. <laughs> we took all three of our children, and every one of Everyone them loved wanted. it. Yeah. So this is a movie for the whole family. Uh, it it is definitely worth going to the movie and seeing as a family. Well, it, there is so. some there is some language, and there is some um, sexual content. So I mean, if you're Definitely read your own reviews, but oh, okay. for our yeah. family, it was right. It was an incredible movie. Very good. I'm glad you cautioned me because I don't even remember that. I being know in because there. the the movie is so good that those really aren't the focal points of of what's going on. Um, but they're just the messy part of life, right? And um. But I wouldn't want someone to go in and yeah. see it and be shocked and be like, ah, they lied. No, we didn't lie. <laughs> it's yeah, there. No, uh, yeah, Stephanie is absolutely right for pulling that out. And and now that she mentioned, I had to actually think, it's like, yeah, I do know what you're talking about. And that probably wouldn't be wouldn't be appropriate for younger children. Um, McKenna is our youngest. She's 12 now. And she mentally is like a 16 or 18 year old. So Sometimes going up against her is, yeah. Anyway. But yeah, so Gifted, we loved it. And we fully we fully endorse people going to go see that this movie. All right, uh, anything else on your mind? No, nothing else on my mind. Let's, but we will talk about state later when it's my turn to talk again. So you'll do one, and then let's go ahead and talk about state now. Well, no, because then it'll be all you for the last half of the show. Do you see how I'm trying to break it up there? 
Okay, so I'll tell you what. I'll talk. I'll talk next about my forty-two dollar. Perfect. Forty-two dollar. You like that? Your forty-two dollar ride. Tell yeah. me all about it. My forty-two mile bike ride. Now, here's the situation. Why am I so excited about a forty-two mile bike ride? I don't because know. you would think, what's the big deal, Cliff? You've done several one hundred mile bike rides. So why is a forty-two mile bike ride so exciting for you? And here's the reason why. When I do my one hundred mile bike rides. I drive my bike all the way over to the this place where it's near Lunkin Airport. It is called the oh I can't remember the name of it, something bike trail. Anyway, it, it's it's basically an old railroad tracks that have been converted over to bike paths or walking paths, running paths, whatever. You, it's basically a hiking trail, but but it's paved, but it because it was an old railroad, there's very little elevation. So um, the only there there are two challenges with a 100 mile bike ride um, when it comes to uh, going from Cincinnati all the way up to Xenia, Ohio, which is 50, 50 miles north, and then turning around and riding 50 miles back. There are a couple of challenges there. One of them is that you actually have to stop like at every road crossing, which is kind of a pain. They're a couple miles apart from each other. But still, you have to stop, and or you potentially have to stop if there's traffic coming. Potentially, and and some of them you have to stop even if there's not traffic because there's no way for you to know unless you stop and listen because the curves and stuff like that. But the other challenge is the fact that you're just literally going nonstop. There is no you know working yourself getting up a hill and then coasting. There there's no coasting involved in a 100 mile bike ride, and so it's literally. Um, nine hours of riding. Now, actually, it's about nine hours total with the fact that you stop for several 10, 15-minute breaks here and there uh, and maybe a 20-minute break when you get to Xenia before you come back. So while, yeah, I mean, there, it's an endurance event to go 100 miles. There's no question. And, and it is an accomplishment. It's something that I am still excited about. But I will tell you, I am more excited about the 42-mile bike ride that I did this past or this week than any of the 100-mile rides that I did. It was a four-hour, I think it was four hours and 10 minutes that I was on the bike, and it was practically nonstop. The only thing is, is when I, when I got to my destination, I did go inside, use the public restroom, and then came right back. But the crazy thing is, is that I don't know where how the idea popped in my head. I just knew that it was a beautiful day. There's 0% chance of rain and the wind isn't too high and I and I'm I've got plenty of hours I can go for a bike ride. What day did I do this? Was it Sunday? Sunday? So it's like this is a beautiful opportunity to go out for a nice ride. It was a little chilly though. So I put on some extra clothing for the ride. But I had this crazy idea to ride my bike all the way to the Cincinnati Art Museum. All right, so I've ridden my bike from our house in Hebron, Kentucky, all the way to downtown Cincinnati and rode through downtown and, you know, uh, what is that park there? Fountain Square? Fountain Square. Okay. So um, I rode through Fountain Square and all that stuff and then turned around and came back. I've done that a ton of times. So that that's no that would be nothing new, uh, but I'm like okay, well, what if I actually went to the Cincinnati Art Museum, which is actually further into Cincinnati? But the interesting thing, it's up in this place called Mount Adams, right? Is that yeah, Mount Adams, and Mount Adams is I think the highest point in Cincinnati. It's the highest Possible. hill. I I could be incorrect on that, but I believe it's the highest point in Cincinnati. But it's literally way up a hill. And uh, and it it would literally add several more miles to my trip. Now the thing is, is even between here and Mount Adams, there's already a lot of hills uh, between our between our home. It's, Northern Kentucky is a very hilly place. It's not flat like um, some other place parts of the country. So it was already a, a good challenging ride just to get to Cincinnati, but to go all the way to Mount or to Mount Storm to the Cincinnati Art Museum, 
Mount I, Adams. I, or, yeah, Mount Adams. I'm sorry. Yeah, Mount Storm is a different park, it's which different park. I think is actually going to be my next destination. Okay. Uh, which will be more like a, that'd be more like a 60 mile ride, I believe. Okay. But uh, anyway, um, so I, I'm thinking, I had in my mind, I'm going to go to, I'm going to ride my bike from our driveway to the Cincinnati Art Museum. And I don't even know how I'm going to get there on bike. I know how to drive there. There's a couple different ways, but the most popular two ways are Columbia Parkway, which I'm, I would not be allowed to ride my bike on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a freeway. Um, and then the other one would be Redding Road. And I don't know. I didn't know how I felt about going uphill Redding Road. So, but I was I was thinking of that that would be a, an option. But then I looked at the map and I'm like, it looks like I should be able to go up through this little walking path and and get up through to where I can get to the main road that will take me up to Mount Adams. Well, anyway, I got to the pl- I, I I got into Cincinnati and I went into where this little walking park is. No, it's not a walking park. Do you want to know what it is? I already know. It, it is a it is a park, but it's literally called the Mount Adams Stairway or something like that, or staircase or something like that. It is very steep steps all the way from literally the river level all the way to the very top of Mount Adams steps. So, it, and as far as I knew, it, I mean, I could have rode a couple more, like a, several more miles down this one road and probably found like an underpass or an overpass to get me over Columbia Parkway. But because I wasn't sure and I didn't do a whole lot of investigation, I just got on my bike and said, I'm going to, you know, to the art museum. So I'm like, okay, I do know that if this staircase, if these stairs take me to Mount Adams, then I will be able to get where I'm going. I literally carried my bike up one Oh, I think it was 1,200 feet of stairs, which is insane. And uh, But I did it. At my heart rate was like crazy mad already before I got there. And it, it was just, yeah, I got to the top of the steps and I'm like, yeah, this is incredible. My The endurance level of my cardio workouts is at a level I never dreamed it would be, but I love it. It's and so I got up to the Cincinnati Art Museum, mission accomplished. I went to the restroom and then I'm like, okay, I'm going back. And I actually chose to go back. I found that I didn't actually have to do Redding Road. There's a road before Redding Road that goes between Cincinnati and Mount, and Mount Adams. And if I go back to Mount Adams again, I will take that road because it actually has a bike lane. Uh, so now I know I don't have to climb up all of those steps. Although if I was to do this again... It was quite an additional workout to carry your bike up 1,200 feet of stairs. So I don't know. I may do it again just for the craziness of doing it again. But anyway, I did that. Um, I came back from that ride and I just, I was, I I saw our next door neighbor. He was getting ready to go out on his uh, motorcycle. And uh, he says, he said, do you have a good ride? And I said, yeah. I said, I just got back. I, I, I just went to the Cincinnati Art Museum and, and back. And then his jaw dropped. He's like, what? And I'm like, yeah. I said, I've just, I said, I, said, I, I left about four hours, just over four hours ago. And he goes, that's, what? And, and, and so we were talking about it. But, and I told him, I said, it's, it's the most addicting thing in the world for me. I, it's like, I, I get out there and I just don't want to stop. I, I said, I, I, yeah, I wish I could go more, um, but you know, I need. I've got some other things to do. So anyway, um, I, if if it weren't for the fact that we were going to see Gifted that night, I probably would have went even further and did some other things. But anyway, that was my forty-two mile ride. It was incredibly awesome, more taxing, and took more energy and effort than my nine-hour ride of my one hundred mile centuries. So. With that being said, Stephanie, now what do you want to talk about? So um, yesterday I got to chaperone a field trip for um, Megan and Matthew. The choir, um, we uh, performed for assessment at the at the regionals on um, sometime last month. And then they made it to state. So then yesterday was was that state assessment 
And um, we headed down to Louisville in the morning. And um, we're in a really pretty church down there. Um, the sanctuary was really... I kept looking up at the... Um, the ceiling had like these exposed beams. And it had... Um, it had a... The, the ceiling was wood but it was lighter than the than the beams it's i don't know it just it has a really pretty look to it it, it was an in, enjoyable place just to sit right okay um and our con, our our choirs um performed they did very well and um but i'm sitting there and i've been to a lot of these things i've been to a lot of choir performances and um i've performed in a lot of choir performances. It takes, it's a very acquired taste. Not everybody loves listening to choral music. I do. So I don't mind sitting there. But yesterday, a school came out from somewhere else in Kentucky and um, gave one of the most beautiful moving performances I have ever heard in my life it was it they moved me they moved me and I absolutely I'm still feeling it today like it's just one of those I don't know I can't even I can't even put the proper words to it because there's just no way to describe what I felt in that moment. But like there's there you're hearing the words and it, it's about hearing about a city and the city's called heaven. And, you know, I want to make that my home. And but I mean, it was so the lyrics are beautiful. Right. Their their performance was. I'm sitting there going, I can't believe that these are high school kids like these are high school kids. But um. Aside from that, there was there was no one that was one person was trying to stand out above anyone else. The beauty of choral music is when, you know, fifty three voices blend to sound like you know, to make one sound and um divide it into four parts. But you know, um it's a beautiful thing, but there are sometimes when a choir will perform and you can clearly hear one person standing out among the others, but these, these kids were bonded. You could tell that they had, they performed three songs for us. Um, and, uh, and oh my God, I was just blown away. I really was. And, and I don't, I, I kind of felt bad leaving because when we left, because, you know, I'm there with my kids and, and with our high school choir. Um, but I've heard them perform those songs before. You know, just last month I was at, you know, I was chaperoning the assessment for for our um, region. And so I've heard them perform their songs before. I'll hear them perform the same songs again on Friday. But um, what's Friday? The spring concert. Oh, OK. And uh, and so it was. I kind of felt bad leaving and one of their songs wasn't the one that moved me. You know, it was, but these kids were incredible and I was, I was so moved and I went and I, I I talked to their director and I told him and, you know, I was very surprised to find out it was his first year with this choir and you would have never known, you would have never known with the level of, of oneness that they had as a team. It, It was a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it was a great day. That's awesome. And the the what stands out most to me in that scenario, obviously, I, I know it meant a lot to you to have that experience of that song. Um, but also the fact that I just love the fact that, you know, you go on these trips with the kids and that we have the freedom and flexibility to be a part of those things when we desire to do so. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yep. And speaking of that, I'm going to go out of, actually, no, it's the next thing I've got written down here. Uh, but I added Kings Island to the list. So I'm a huge fan of Kings Island. I can't Personally. <laughs> it is an amusement park here uh, just outside of, uh, it's actually in Mason, Ohio. 
and they have awesome roller coasters and it, it, it's a fun place. It's not they have as one awesome roller coaster. It they have several awesome roller coasters. They have the Banshee, which is awesome. Say, the Beast is awesome. In my opinion. Which one is do you think is awesome? The Beast. Oh, okay. It's the only one I would say. All right. So anyway, they have it, it it's a lot of fun. It's not as good as Don't ride the Vortex. Yeah. Because the last time I walked underneath it, it was rattling. Like literally where it's supposed to be bolted to the ground was loose and rattling. Don't ride the Vortex. <laughs> Just don't. But yeah, I kind of miss the old days of Kings Island like when I was a kid because it had so much more beautiful landscaping and the music was more, uh, it was amusement park music. It wasn't like what they have today. But still, for me, Kings Island is a, a nostalgia thing and I, I really enjoy it. Um, anyway, I have been invited, I be, mostly because Stephanie wasn't available, but <laughs> I've been invited to chaperone the middle school trip for McKenna's class to go to Kings Island, which I am super excited about. In fact, I'm looking. They're if, super excited. It is. I, I just looked today. The, the, Did it change? The forecast has changed. Friday is currently saying the high is 79 degrees that day, and it looks like it's partly cloudy instead of thunderstorms. Well, that would be perfect. That would be perfect because it was actually projected to have thunderstorms right. all day on Friday. That would not be perfect. <laughs> no, but things could change between now and Friday. Very I'm much. taking an umbrella just in case. Yes. But um, yeah, so Kings Island with McKenna and her class. The only thing is yesterday she gets in the car after I picked her up from school and she says, Dad, I got to let you know, uh, so-and-so's mom is going to be uh, hanging out with us at Kings Island. And I'm like, what? Uh, this is new. <laughs> no, th- th- I said, th- wait a second. Who's and- mom? Oh, uh, you'll uh, tell me when we're done. You know, so so and so the draft from from the tour, you know. Uh-huh. Okay, so anyway, um, his mom. So it's already awkward because of whose mom it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, which that th- that's a conversation I don't desire to have with anyone. <laughs> you know, you know. So right. Well, I can just I can say this because we're we're not saying names. But anyway, McKenna has what she calls a boyfriend, uh, and McKenna has what I call a boyfriend. Okay, and so and and they talk or well they text like nonstop, which so, to their age is talking. I mean, they're have yeah. Have you seen the conversations they're having? Okay, so fair enough. They're so talking. she has a boyfriend, and said boyfriend's mom is, is going to Kings Island. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second. I d- uh, first of all, let's just assume it was anybody else's mom in the group that's right. not your boyfriend. Right. I already don't want to go and try to f- come up with small talk all day long to talk with anybody, let alone your boyfriend's mom. <laughs> Suck it up, buttercup. It'll I, be fine. Wait, I'm an introvert. I can handle just being, you know, the kids aren't going to expect me to have conversation with them. all. But it's going to be. Have awkward. you met your 12 year old daughter? <laughs> Now my, they're going to be doing their Have thing. Have you met your the, 12-year-old daughter? During the, during the day at Kings Island, that little group of middle schoolers are going, they're, there's not, they're not going to be constantly expecting me to have ongoing conversation. Okay. You know, I could probably go through the day just listening to them, enjoying the scenery, making sure that none of them die, you know, all of that stuff that chaperones do. But now there is going to be another adult, and not just another adult, but the mother of the our daughter's boyfriend. I am not looking forward to this. You'll be fine. I, I what? I. Uh. You'll be fine. You could stay here and go to the choir concert. <laughs> Yikes! That <laughs> that's your alternative. <laughs> and I don't know which is worse. <laughs> I was so excited. And I'm like, why is she coming? Why why doesn't she, I tell you? Why don't she just chaperone this why isn't thing? She just chaperoning. Ah, yeah, uh, so, so what, what, anyway, it, I'm gonna feel awkward. You guys don't understand this. I I don't know who this person is. Um, I yeah, no, it. I'm, You'll be fine. I, I'm sure I'll live through it. Do you know that I go on these business trips with you and I meet people that I don't know all the time? Yeah, but you have... But you expect me to be nice to them and to make small talk. <laughs> I... So suck it up. But you are good at small talk. You you naturally exude small t- small talk. 
Seriously. That's because you, I, you, when people talk to you, they could be t- they could bring up the most mundane, monotonous, non-important, non-essential conversation and they and they and you look genuinely and passionately interested in what they have to say. Maybe I should have gone into acting. But it's like you are it's like you are locked in and engaged, you know? Me you I can go engage with people. People I know, yes, absolutely. People who want to engage me and talk about things that I'm that I know a lot about. I what all day long at this. I mean, the kids are going to be riding their rides, and then we're just going to stand there and not talk to each other. Absolutely. <laughs> or you talk to her. They look like they're having fun. Yeah. What are we like, supposed to go do? No. Make it up. Awkward. Awkward, You're making it worse than it is because you are all you've already set it up in your mind for what it's going to be like. <sighs> anyway, maybe she's incredible at engaging people. Maybe, and you're taking it all on yourself to make it awkward. But yeah, she will be the like. So really, Matthew's robotics partner friend that he's his his best friend. Yes, you know we go to robotics things and it's the same kind of deal. You know, his mom shows up. I'm, I'm hanging out all day long at robotics competition. She's there. And, and I'm like, uh, what do I say? You know, and we, we've had conversation, but it's like, we'll stand there. We, we won't say anything to each other. And then all of a sudden she'll say something, she'll engage me in conversation and I'll, and then, you know, we'll talk about something for 10, 15 minutes and then we'll spend the next two or three hours not talking to each other. It's like, and that's fine. It's weird and it's awkward. I saw her when we went to. And it's to, not somebody's boyfriend. I saw her when we went to Lexington. Yes. We said hello. We shared a pleasant conversation and then I went and I did. And when I came yeah, back but, and I saw but, her again, but, but we, you, you know, how's here, it going? And, and But at, know, but at. Even even at these robotics things, the idea is that we're not there chaperoning these kids as a group. You know, they, these are high school kids. They're out doing their own thing. We're there as individual parents su- supporting our children, you know. And, and so I could go – I could easily walk away, and I did. <laughs> I, need, I need a loan space because I have – I don't – I'm not a small talker. So – I know. You're a long talker. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll 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 send him some some topics. Tell your mom to talk to him about these things. So that's what I'll have that's okay. what I'll have Janie do. <sighs> anyway. So yeah, that that's going down on 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 King's You'll Island survive. Day. McKenna says, "Well, no, dad. Let's let's change your perspective on this. Just think of it this way. Now if somebody if the group wants to ride a ride and some of us don't, she can hang out with See? the people and She's you can ride totally the ride." I got this figured out for you. She she was trying to butter me up yeah. and she's like, "Yeah, this is all going to work out." She goes, "But I'm not sure if she has a background check." Well, if she doesn't have a background check, I can't leave those kids with her. And why doesn't she have a background check? Is there something she's high? I, we were joking around. Yeah, McKenna um, and I were having lots of fun with it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm mostly joking. I know you're mostly joking. But the reason why it's funny is because there is an underlying partial truth to the fact that it does feel awkward. I'm not, I'm, I'm not as freaked out about it as, as I just, you know, I, I'm. As you I'm ex- it up to me. I'm exaggerating it for the fun of the show. But but I it does it is it I mean quite frankly it's going to be awkward. I'm not great at small talk. It's going to be awkward. Yes, I'll get through it. No, it's not that big of a deal. And thank goodness McKenna thought to tell me ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think she probably should have sprung it on you. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Dad. On the bus. On the bus. On by the, the way, way there. this is so and so's mom. <laughs> yeah. And she's going to be hanging out with. Oh, us she's all not day signed today. up for a chaperone. I don't know that she can ride the bus with you. I have no idea what's going on there. There, are, I mean, there are rules. Yeah, there, there I, are. I don't know what's going on. All right. It, it, it sounded to me like she was just going to meet them at Kings Island and walk around with us all day. That's the way she presented it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. that should be fun. It, yeah, I'm. I'm. Re- I was really looking forward to Friday. Until I heard about the rain, and then it's like, okay, well, forget the rain. Now this is what <laughs> when it rains, it pours. Yeah. Anyway, no, it's it, it'll be fun. It'll All be right. Fun. So what's she mom? No, it's the mom. The mom. The, what's the mom? Um, it's a question mark. Should we talk about that? Yeah. Or not the mom. 
Oh, is that? <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. I, I, I went in that direction without even knowing I, that's what you were talking that's about. Funny. Yeah. No, that because I didn't know about that story that you just told me about a different mom from the story that I'm thinking of. Oh, that's right there. What, what story is that? Oh, the mom. Oh, now he's on. He's <laughs> almost on the right track. I know. Well, he's, the, he's almost I turning the bay. He's turning. He's I'll tell looking. You, we'll, we'll get he's, to AT&T, T-Mobile, and Sprint after the mom. Tell us about the we, mom. But without is, the. De- is it okay to talk about that? Without so, too many details. Okay. You could just say right. a neighbor. I know. So. um, All right. Last week, McKenna comes home from school. And asks if I will take her to Starbucks. Starbucks had this limited edition four-day promotion thing where they were doing a unicorn frappuccino. Okay, hello. I have a middle school daughter whose only only wish that week was to try the unicorn frappuccino. Which after hitting up four Starbucks, we still didn't find. Because everybody sold out so quickly. Um and I said, yeah, I'll t- that that's fine. I'll take you. I have I had to go to Kroger anyway. And uh, she asked, "Can my friend go?" And I said, "Ask." That's why I said, "Ask." A couple of minutes later, said friend shows up on the front door. Yes, at the front door. Said friend is also in McKenna's grade She's in, in middle McKenna's school. Grade in the class, they're they're very good friends. She's been to our house before. Um, McKenna's been to McKenna's been their- to her house several times. Um, lives in our neighborhood, you know. So McKenna invites her and she says, hey, up. can you go? And friend shows up a little bit later. And then what? And then we get in the car and we go to Starbucks. Right. I buy the girls Starbucks. They walk around and get a couple of things for um, a project that they have at school. I get the groceries that I need for dinner. We come home. I start making dinner. And the friend stays for like an hour, an hour and a half after we get back. Yep. And they're working on things for this project. Um, she gets called home, so she leaves, and McKenna goes upstairs. I'm in the kitchen. I've got some music playing. I'm having a great time, and my doorbell rings. Yep. And we have this very great thing that you know I don't like when I'm sitting on the couch during the daytime and the light shining through. But you know when the doorbell rings at six thirty and you don't know what's going. Actually, it was five thirty, and you don't know what's going on, and you but you can see who's on your porch because we have a glass front door. Yep. So I open it and I said, hello or hi or something like that. And she sticks her hand out and she says her name. So I say, hi, I'm Stephanie. And you are is the response that I get back. Okay. So now I'm on like I opened my door and I was polite and I, you know, but now I'm on the defensive already because and you are hello. I own this house. You knocked on my door. (laughs) Um, So I can see friends standing next to this woman. And I say, McKenna's mom. Okay. Because in that sense, that's who I am. Yeah. And um, she asks why I took her daughter in my car without permission. And I said, well, I'm sorry. I didn't know that I did. I, I, I didn't I did not know that I that I did that. Um I apologize. And she continues to attack me for several minutes um on how I, I took her daughter without her permission. And why didn't I come down and ask? And um she has no idea who I am. And I said I said I I understand that. I you know, I, I understand. Um I d I didn't know that you didn't know that she was gone. Um, as my daughter came home, she asked me to take them to Starbucks. I said, yes. She asked if, if your daughter could go and your daughter showed up at my door. So we got in the car and we went to Starbucks. Yep. And she said, well, you took my kid without me. No. And I, I said, they're 12 years old. Your kid showed up at my door. I assumed she had asked permission that they're not four. I'm not going to treat them like they're four. If your daughter was four, I wouldn't have taken her in my car. Yeah, if your daughter, your daughter was, was eight, eight or I ten, I wouldn't have taken her in my car. But but your daughter's in middle school, and she she just keeps attacking me. She's like, I don't know who you are. I didn't even know where you lived. I went next door, and she's just yelling at me and yelling at me and yelling. And I'm like, I really, I didn't do anything wrong. 
and her daughter's even standing there going, mom, this is on me. This is on me. So I was just so stunned by the fact that um, this was all my fault. (laughs) I honestly didn't believe I did anything wrong. I still don't believe I did anything wrong. But she was determined and set that this was my fault. And um, and so she she's telling me, you know, I live I live right there. And, you know, you you could you could very clearly um, have come and introduced yourself with me. I said, wait a minute. I live right here. And you could have very clearly come and introduced yourself to me. You're, this is not the first time your daughter's been to my house. If you if your daughter's coming into my house and you feel the need that you t- to have met me, you have to come to me. I don't have to come to you. That that's that's how this works. That's and she just oh my goodness, she did not leave happy. <laughs> and her kid is not allowed in my house currently. And I feel bad for the girls. Yeah. I I feel bad for the girls because I but, didn't do anything wrong. No, you did not. Even under the assumption that I did. In her mind, I've already apologized for that, but she continued to attack and she continues to, and she's standing at my front door and let me tell you, when she brought it, I brought it right back. Yeah, you know, you, you, she stoked the fire. I, she, she poked the beast and the beast became present. I was not nice and, um, and I told McKenna, I'm, I'm really sorry about that. I, I feel really bad for how that, how that is now affecting you. I don't feel bad about behaving that way because she attacked me first. Yeah. And I defended myself after it, I had been It's very difficult to not get into it. Yeah, it's very difficult when somebody is on the offensive, you apologize. They're on the offensive, you try to explain and then they continue on the offen- it's how do you I mean it's possible but Shh. but this this came out of nowhere. You weren't even expecting this. There wasn't like <laughs> You there know, was there was no warning. I didn't know that. I mean, it'd be different if I knew. Yeah, it's like that she didn't know, and I knew that I. My had done, mom's you know. a little upset, and she wants to talk to you. She'll be over later. It's, there's nothing. It's like this. You had no preparation for what attack was coming, and this lady came with. She had an agenda at the door. She did, and um, to let you have it. Her yeah. agenda was to let you have it. Here's what gets me, though. Okay, my kid has been to her house. Yeah. She's met my child and she says she hasn't. Yeah. And, and McKenna goes, no, mom, the first time I went over there, my friend was like, mom, this is McKenna. McKenna, this, she's been introduced yep. to my kid and she swears that she hasn't. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm still, <laughs> I was, oh my goodness, it gets me worked up every time because I really want to give her like some more of my mind now that I've had a week to think about it lady. I've come oh up God. with all kinds of things to tell you. <laughs> but um, but I feel, I really, I feel bad for the girls because last week was McKenna's birthday and the only thing she wanted was to have a sleepover with three of her best friends, one of them being this girl. Yep. And because she's afraid to ask her mom, she was afraid to ask her mom for permission because of everything that had happened on Wednesday, then... Nothing happened with the other two girls either. So McKenna went her whole birthday without doing anything with her friends because of what has happened. Yeah. So I, it makes me mad. It makes me mad. Yep. And I'm really trying to work my way through it so that if she ever showed up on my door and was like, you know what? Maybe you were right that I'm not like mean again because now she's just got me on. Well, you have to you have She's to think to yourself, you know, in the event that I'm face to face with her one way or the other, what what response would I want to have that would have the outcome of not just me getting my way, but also that that would not further impact M- yeah. McKenna. Well, and part of part of the thing that was that I was feeling, um, I have a pretty good go with your gut feeling, you know, I I. I I have a pretty good gift of discernment and reading things and I really felt she was I really felt like she was stunned by my age when she opened the door because she's quite a bit older than I am. You mm-hmm. can tell you can just she's quite a bit older than I am. And I felt like she was trying to parent me while on the offensive. Right. 
And I'm like, no, 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 no. You are coming to my door. Both of us have 12 year old daughters. We are equals. Sorry. Simple as that. We, it, it was, yep. And I'm not going to let you belittle me and talk down to me. Number one, my kid is sitting on the stairs listening to this whole conversation. And your daughter is standing right here. I'm, yeah. But I really felt like she was yeah, attacking they, and judging me because I, of my I, age. How could you not assume that if, if McKenna reaches out to her friend and says, hey, do you want to go to Starbucks? And I, 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 I cannot imagine McKenna being invited to and go not to, say, to Starbucks right. with somebody that we've never met uh, and just saying, sure. And and her saying, hey, I'm going over so-and-so's house. And then coming back hours later saying, oh, by the way, so-and-so's mom took us out to yeah. Starbucks. That, I don't even think she that, said I'm going to McKenna's house. Yeah. See, I, I mean, n- knowing that now obviously give, you know. Right. In a if there was a similar situation moving forward, you would say, "Hey, do you have your mom's permission right. your mom before anybody gets this, in our car?" You know? But but I can I do not I do not believe you did anything wrong by making the assumption that a twelve year old girl at that level would would have gotten permission. Because right. I don't do think this. I don't think McKenna would do this. If this, I don't think on the reverse. If you reverse the story, I don't think McKenna would just go I, without asking. Maybe the only mistake, and and I'm not saying that you made a mistake, but maybe the only mistake is thinking is is assuming that other twelve year olds have the maturity right. level of our twelve year old. Right, and and that's what and that's what I'm saying is that I don't because even Megan, she's seventeen, she drives herself, but even she doesn't. Go places without texting. Hey, I'm going here. Yeah. You know, um, she had somebody invite her to Starbucks a couple weekends ago. And she's like, hey, can I go to Starbucks to meet, you know, so-and-so. And so it's just, it was weird because yeah, this isn't something that I'm, I don't know. Anyway, I, I, so. I, I definitely, I, I can see. But you better believe I'll be asking every kid who steps into my car if they have permission now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, excuse <laughs> me, uh, I, I need you to have this permission slip filled you out. sign this. I need your insurance information. The school does that now. Did you, on the yeah. bottom of our permission slip, you have to fill out we, your. Please have your parents give us, we need yeah. a photocopy of your medical insurance card. I know, I'm just like. Oh no. my word! But, but it was it was crazy. I'm I'm making dinner and I open my front door to an all out yeah cre- well offensive not, attack. Not so. a crazy woman, but a, but definitely an offensive attack. Yeah. That that's what it was. Uh, a mama bear who w- was was very much on the offensive. So anyway, other people's moms. Yeah, that I, I wrote so, that, that that's going to be the title this week. Yeah. yeah. So nice. okay, we're going to wrap up with this now. I feel like I've let you have. Plenty of conversation in this one, so I, I think I can go. We have. Uh, can I zone out now? <laughs> oh, don't zone so out. Not. All right. So here's, this has been the biggest headache. Yeah, but I think it's coming week. to a close now. So here's the situation: we went on um, vacation to sp- spring break down to Tennessee, and during that trip, uh, there was a lot of streaming that was happening on phones. And while we normally have had no problem at all with our 40 40 gigabytes per month of family shared data with rollover, which, by the way, we we didn't even use all of our 40 gigs last month. We had eight gigs left. We had eight gigs. So we had 48 gigabytes of uh, data this month that we could have used. And the next thing you know, we're in Tennessee and we're getting, hey, you've used 75% of your data. And I'm looking, it's like, my God. I have a question yes. for you. What? Because I'm thinking about when this, does this period overlap with your trip to San Diego? Like, is your trip to San Diego on this period? No. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. Yeah. No, that right. was. I'm just asking. Yeah, no. Because there have been a couple of times that you've gone out of town, you've gone on business and us have stayed here mm-hmm. and we've gone over and then you come home and yell at everybody that we've gone over. I'm like, dude, you're the one who left. <laughs> Well, anyway, th- this one was clearly the kids. But this were, one was the kids. They, they were streaming YouTube nonstop, Netflix, and all that other stuff. Matthew had downloaded a ton of Netflix, 
But I do believe that he actually asked McKenna to turn on her Wi-Fi hotspot and then was streaming some additional YouTube live content. And then he just blames it on her. Yeah. So, but anyway, long story short, um, Megan was at um, 18 gigabytes of data. Matthew's at like, actually no, Matthew's at like nine gigabytes of data, but most of his was because he asked McKenna to turn on her hotspot whose McKenna's uh, data was at over 15 gigabytes of data. And so long story short, we get back. I asked them, I said, guys, please, we're at 75%. Please stop streaming videos on your phone. We, we've got, and I think at the time we had like 20 days left on our billing cycle. And we only, ha- and we're already at 75%. Well, on our trip back to Tennessee, we went all the way to 95% of our data. So they they didn't they not only did they not do it, they didn't even slow down how much they were using. They used more data on the way back than they did on the way down. And so um uh, we get back and I'm like, okay, what are we going to do? We we have no data left. We I mean, we've got still what 17 days left and we have 3 gigabytes of data before we run out. And the kids, ever since we got back, were burning through almost a whole gigabyte of data per day. So in th- three days after we got back, boom, we're at 99% of data. It's like... That can't be right because we just hit 99%. We just hit it this week and we've been back for over a week. Okay. This is the second full week that we've been... Well, all I do know is that... So, so two, I understand what yeah. you're saying, two but day, you're but off. T- but two days ago, we got the, you've reached your 100% limit, and already, like, right. yesterday, so that was two days ago, and yesterday, I got that right. our 100, they, so they said, now, for, for, we've given you an extra one gigabyte for $15. That was two days ago. Yesterday, I got an email that says that gigabyte has been used. And now here's another gigabyte for another 50. So basically at this point, the kids are running through about $15 a day of, right. of data. So that's that's what I'm looking at. And of course, we've got, you know, still, if I didn't do anything, we'd still have about 10, 12, 15 days. I don't know what it it's is. It's the at this. third. So, be- yeah. So it, it it's still a week of, of no data. And that was the only thing. It's either pay $15 a day because they will not stop streaming. Um, or... Do I turn off their data? And so I turned off their data, and boy, they were not happy about that. And I mean, I understand the thing. There are some things that they need to do on their phones. They're, even at school, there are things that they need to look up and well, stuff the school like that. utilizes those phones now. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, and I can understand that. Although I think the school should give them Wi-Fi, but um, but I understand that that they need the data. We also, as their parents, want their data. So we we want to be able to have the find my iPhone. We want to be able to text them and and all that other stuff and we use iMessage and stuff but i know it could default to tech regular text but nobody wants to be green um and not to mention the fact that if you are using iMessage on your phone and they don't have iMessage your texts don't get delivered that's a whole technical thing that people don't need to care about but anyway thing is is i needed to do something so i look up at&t and they have a um i could update our plan to the unlimited plan so it's unlimited data but it it shows that once you hit 28 gigabytes of data, then they slow your speeds down aggressively. And I'm like, wait a second, 28 gigabytes between all five of us? We're we're on a 40 gigabyte plan and we're having problems. Um, and we're we before going on this trip, we're averaging about 30 to 32 gigabytes per month anyway. That's why we had eight mm-hmm. to roll over. So I'm like, we're, and not to mention the fact that I want to start doing more Facebook live streams. So I'm like, 28 gigabytes isn't going to be enough. So I started to look. I said, okay, we've got AT&T phones. Uh, what other services will our phones work on? And so I looked and we, we could work on Verizon with no problem at all. all. All the phones we have would work on Verizon. All the phones we have would work on AT&T or on T-Mobile. And three of the five phones would work on Sprint. So I went into T-Mobile. Actually, I looked all the plans up. And T-Mobile has this amazing plan. So by the way, we for five lines with the data plan that we've had, which is a big data plan, um, has for the last several, probably for the last year, has cost us between 240 to 200. I think that's an average of $260 a month. 
So $260 a month for unlimited everything on all five phones. I went into T-Mobile and they're like, listen, we include taxes and fees in our price. So when we tell you what your monthly fee is with all five lines, that that is exactly what you will pay. Not a penny more, no hidden fees, no hidden costs. And so I went in, it's unlimited data for all five lines for $185 per month. Boom. So from 260 a month down to 185 and we're all unlimited. He's, and, I, and I said, was well, there a limit? He goes, yeah, after 29 gigabytes, we deprioritize your data in congested areas and time times. So what that means is if you're at the baseball park, if your phone has used more than 29 gigabytes in the billing cycle, then your, your data will slow down and give priority to other people who are not over 29 gigabytes. So basically, if you're at a ballpark or a concert, your your speeds are going to be really low. Or if you're in a really populated city, your speeds could be low if you're over 29 gigabytes. But out here in northern Kentucky, probably not even going to affect you at all, If you even if you're over 29. But the other thing is, is with T-Mobile, it's 29 gigabytes per line, not per account. And I'm like, oh, Gosh, if we all had it's already 20, better. If we all if we all get 29 gigabytes and we drop our pay, payment down to 185, this is awesome. I was so excited. I had to unlock um, Matthew, Megan, and McKenna's phones from AT and T, but uh, I went through all the trouble, s- switched all the, all the, everything over. We left AT and T. We're all on T Mobile now, and T Mobile actually in Florence in uh, Hebron. You know, in the uh, the main downtown Hebron, downtown Hebron, <laughs> if you can call it that, even River Road, Kroger. all the, all even River Road, all the way to Cincinnati, it, it has T-Mobile is amazing, but the only thing is, is that is that um, there is a three mile radius. If you go, if you circle our house and put three miles circle around our house, there is like one bar of of, uh, LTE if you're lucky and even that if I walk out if I walk out our front door and go for a walk through our neighborhood 75% of the times I'm going to drop the phone call I can't even have a voice call let alone data data even if I have one bar of LTE the data that we have in our neighborhood and the neighborhood across the street that I would walk into if I wanted to walk and do a live stream, it is not even possible. So it's like, okay, so did I make a mistake from leaving AT&T, you know, and whatever. And so the thing is, is that inside our house, we get no T-Mobile. I mean, maybe upstairs, occasionally you get a T-Mobile signal with one dot, um, but it's not enough to actually do anything, and it's no data, even though it says LTE or 4G. It, it, there is no data, and you might be able to get a phone call, but probably not inside the house. But they do have wa- uh, Wi-Fi calling, which is, is as long as you're on Wi-Fi, you, your phone number, your phone calls, and texts, even you know, not just your iMessage, but if you're on Wi-Fi, it basically makes your call over the Wi-Fi, so it's no big deal. So once we're in our house, in fact... Um, even on AT&T in our basement, my office, I did not have a signal down here a majority of the time. If I'm upstairs, no big deal. Anywhere else in the house, but the lowest level of our home, I had no AT&T signal. So I'm, I'm already better off right now because I'm on T-Mobile Wi-Fi calling. And so now I know I'm going to be able to make and receive calls pretty much without any problem whatsoever. The only problem is, is that if I walk out to go for a walk or if I walk out to go stream, I'm not going to be able to do phone calls and I won't be able to stream. And those two very important things to me. Now, the thing is, I don't think what, I don't think T-Mobile and the lack of uh, LTE coverage around our home between here and Remke is that big of a deal for you or for the kids. Because most of the time you guys are, if you're going to be making phone calls, you're going to be calling out in that area. The kid, I, over at the high school where the kids go to high school, in the middle school, I already checked the. They've got four or five bars of of data LTE there, and when you're home, calls are going in. The only thing is, Megan does have a phone that doesn't have the greatest Wi-Fi signal, so her placing calls in and out 
which from is her why phone. hers is so high, which is why her streaming for this month when on AT and T was so high it's because her phone drops Wi Fi. Yeah, so she wasn't setting out to purposely right. So run his data high. So anyway, um, that, so we moved everybody. So we're all on we're all on T Mobile. AT and T is now effectively it's canceled. All right. Um, we're on T-Mobile and our T-Mobile bill is supposed to be 185 per month. And it, I think it would work for everybody in our family except for me uh, because I want to be able to go out for walks and have long conversations over the phone. And I also want to be able to live stream. Now, the thing is, is I thought, you know, there, there's a, there's a cell tower, there's a cell tower that we can see from my office. It's like literally right down. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, it's hundreds of feet. It's it's within a thousand feet yeah. of our house. And I, it, it obviously was not AT&T. And I'm thinking maybe it's T-Mobile. And, and I got so excited to come home and see I was going to have like five bars in my office. Yeah, No. <laughs> and in fact, I, I, I have since looked at where the T-Mobile uh, towers are. And I understand why coverage is so spotty because of the hills and stuff like mm-hmm. that. There's, there's very few towers, but they're powerful towers and they're on hills. But there's That's a right. reason why why this is a dead area. So anyway, I went into Sprint last night, and I just went into the guy and said, "Hey, can I borrow a SIM card and take it home and see if I have coverage in my home? You know, I just want to see what the data is." Before like. I come in and pay you thirty five dollars, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm considering switching our whole family over. He goes, "Well, no, we don't, we can't do that. We'd have to switch over." It's like, um, and and so I I decided not to do it. But then last night. Uh, and the only thing, for whatever reason, I was thinking, well, okay, maybe I just switch my account over, which means that I would port my number over to Sprint. But what if Sprint turns out to be what I don't want, and then do I port it back over to a- to T-Mobile? Because uh, T-Mobile is, I, I'm all, I was better off with AT and T personally, but not data wise because of the problem we were having. So. Um, the thing is, is I've just de- this is what I've decided to do. So I'm going to go back to Sprint today, and I'm going to get a SIM card with a brand new phone number, it, it and say, hey, just give me, assign me a phone number. I'll pay you your thirty five dollar activation fee. I know for one line it's fifty five dollars a month, no problem at all. Put me on that plan, unlimited data, and for one month I well, and obviously what I do is I drive it and I have I looked the that tower right there that is the sprint tower I would expect that I'm going to have full five bars everywhere in our house I'll be able to walk and live stream and everything and if and and then I will also take the phone on sprint and drive everywhere I would go throughout northern Kentucky and all that stuff I already looked at down to, uh, I looked at Tennessee um, where we go to the lake house. I've looked in T-Mobile and Sprint are both fine there. Um, T-Mobile is going to be kind of iffy, but but Sprint should be good as well. Um, but anyway, so the thing is, I'm going to get a temporary number from them and put it, that card in my phone and see if it works and try it for one month. And if I can go out and stream and make phone calls reliably and stuff like so that. So are people just not going to be able to get a hold of you for a month? Um, probably. Uh, well, the, here's because the, your your number is your it's your work phone. So well, nobody calls me anyway. Um, I disagree. But okay. okay. Okay, but the thing is, is that if 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 this works, the idea is to go try it, and I'll know within two, within forty eight hours right. if, if I'm going to be happy with Sprint. Uh, and so I, it's not like I'm going to try it a whole month before I port my number over. But if if I go and get it and I like it, then I will port my phone over to Sprint. All right. And then I will take it, you know, when I port it over, it'll take my line off the T-Mobile account. Um, and if it works extremely well, I'll go ahead and port you over and Megan over to Sprint also. And so, yeah, that's what we'll do. And... Uh, that will leave um, McKenna and Matthew on T-Mobile until we could either afford to buy them brand new phones that will work on Sprint because they have the fives, which does not have the right radio in it. Um, either until we can afford to buy them brand new phones that will work on Sprint or until we get um, new iPhone 8s and then they we're handing down phones that will actually work on Sprint. 
um, then they'll stay on T-Mobile. But here's the deal. It, on Let's just say once we're all on Sprint, guess what the monthly plan is for five lines? You told me it was cheaper than T-Mobile. It's 120 per month. And that's that's because the fifth line is free for until August of next year. Right. So it'll be 120 per month. But then I think it's going to be like $30 more on top of which that. Which is still cheaper than... Which is still cheaper than T-Mobile. The only thing is, though, Sprint probably has those taxes and fees and stuff like that. So it'll be... It'll probably end up being close to the T-Mobile. But still less than AT&T. A lot... Both of them a lot less than AT&T. And unlimited data up to 29 gigabytes. And by the way, Sprint is the same way. They have... It's 29 gigabytes, and after that, you're deprioritized. Not slowed down, but deprioritized, which could slow you down in certain cases. And it is still per line. So that's what I found out, and I'm happy to be gone from AT&T. I'm happy that it's just settling down here because I'm getting yelled at for things that I haven't done. I'm getting yelled at for questions that you won't answer, um, and, and I'm, I'm tired of being yelled at. Well, you're not being yelled at from me. I, I just, I, was, so, just so I, people I, know. I got the talk with everyone else, and my <laughs> my data is like two. Yeah, yeah, you're you're not. My a, data is probably at two megabytes, not even gigabytes, and I'm getting yelled at. Yeah, and uh, so I'm, I'm glad that it's it's working out and it's it's over because it's <sighs> been a headache. It has been a headache, but you know the interesting thing this this is it's a. What's crazy to me is just how big of a part of our lives our mobile phones are and data access is. And I know that people were like, well, you know, we don't need them. I can't tell you how many times I have or someone else has said, you know, well, we grew up without them. And I understand that. But it's also a different time. And, you know, there was a whole there was a whole lesson that one of our kids could not do in class the other day because their data was turned off. And it wasn't a partner. Um, it wasn't a partner assignment. It was it was a work on your own assignment, and there were there they had no way to do that assignment in class um, that day. And which so again, I mean, the, which the again school, makes me question whether or not they had they should have Wi-Fi and a Wi-Fi password that they could give. To the, but but even still, I, I get it. I, but it, it, I'm glad I, that I do for I think. I don't think that every family and every child needs a cell phone and, and requires a phone. Our family, I think, is we've given up on the ordinary. Didn't you? Didn't <laughs> and you? Our, didn't you used to say at one time we live our lives online, and now you're telling us we can't get online? It was a very mean thing for you to do. <laughs> I know, but but I I I'm I think there's an argument to be made that that. For our family and and what we do and and just the, what we want our kids to be involved in and how they interact and interface with other people, it's the future of mo- mobile is the future, and I want our kids to be actively involved in that. But I don't want to pay fifteen dollars a day for data for it. That's all I'm saying. For real, right? All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Family from the Heart. Until next time, we encourage you to live your life with data. Podcast. It's a man.